Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very muzzy wrestling podcast. Episode 12, I think. What's up? Is it 12 or 11? Uh, Halloween Havoc was 11. Okay, I couldn't remember if 10.5 was the last one we did or not. How could I forget about Halloween Havoc? I I have no idea. Um, In case any of you sweet, beautiful souls have forgotten, I'm Matt. I'm Sammy. We're going to talk about professional wrestling. Um, you, you may have noticed it's, it's been a hot minute since we've recorded. Um, it's actually been one month to the day. We're recording on Friday night, June 4th. Halloween Havoc 2000 was released, uh, well, in 2000 by the World Championship Wrestling. But our podcast of it was released on May 4th, so it, it's been a month. Started with the idea to take a week or two off to recharge and then just kind of went from there. There's been a lot going on. Yeah. Mostly with me. Yeah. Um, this without getting too personal, I haven't been great lately. Um, there's just been I've just you know life and whatnot. Um, I was just feeling not necessarily a burnout around the time of the last podcast, um, but a burnout where I felt like I was putting a lot of effort into something and not getting a reward, and that's selfish way to think about it. But then just uh, wrestling itself hasn't been great. What have, what have we watched in the last month? AEW, um, a couple of Raws and SmackDown. There was a pay-per-view, I believe. Yeah, I I think we've like watched bits of Raw and bits of SmackDown. We watched uh, WrestleMania Backlash, yes. which I think coincided with uh, me just wanting to take a longer break because that, um, that zombie match with <laughs> Damian Priest and The Miz, in that moment, I wished that I could take a time machine back to 1997 and stop my father from ordering Starcade, so I never became a fucking fan of this st- stupid carnival shit. Yeah, and now they're both doing fuck all. Haven't seen them since. I think Miz got hurt. Oh, lovely. So you got to take the person who he's in a feud with off TV too, huh? Well, it's uh, they're going to have to bring him back sooner rather than later because um, if you've been paying attention to the WWE news, they've released like half their talent roster in the last two months. Uh, that, of course, is hyperbole, but they just released a bunch of people. Uh, Aleister Black got let go and um, Braun Strowman, Buddy Murphy, Ruby Riot, and a couple others whom I can't currently remember. Lana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that follows up right after WrestleMania when they let go of a bunch of people too. Samoa Joe being at the top of that list. Um, we watched the AEW pay-per-view, all elite wrestling, um, double or nothing. And I just, I just don't, I just don't like them. And like, I, I don't think it's really their fault necessarily. I just, they're not, I don't want the second biggest wrestling promotion in America. If there's going to be competition, to be the one that constantly, like, winks and nudges that this shit is fake. Yeah, and also, like, I feel like they're just going to have the same people at the top the whole time. And it's just boring. Like, you know Cody's going to win. You know the Young Bucks are going to win. You know that Kenny Omega's going to win. I will say, I didn't dislike it as much as Revolution. I, I like parts of it. I liked that Battle Royal ending. The Jungle Boy and Christian Cage face-off was nice. Um, cool of Christian to put our boy Jack Perry over. Um, but yeah, you know, it was fine. Um, I haven't, I've, I've been having a rough month, but I haven't done anything drastically stupid, like dye my hair and grow a beard like Nick Jackson has. So I guess I'm not doing all that bad. He looks terrible. That's heel heat, baby. 
Because we're in 2021, so you can't just be a good heel. You have to be meta. <sighs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. WWE sucks. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. They both suck. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's just what AEW does. Like, they're constantly just like, we're better. And it's like, no, you're not. Shut up. The state of... That's like, we've been watching 1998 Attitude Era. We're slowly trudging along. And like, it's... It, I know it's a lot of it is nostalgia and rose-colored glasses and blinding... I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it, it just... It used to be so much better. Just across the board. Back in the, the day when men were men and... Sports entertainers were sports entertainers. Loki agreed. And there was no Twitter. God, fuck Twitter. I, I know. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm rambling. Let's get back. Uh, let's get to what we're talking about this week. There's so many things we could have talked about. Like I said, those releases, the AEW show. But you know what? You have every other wrestling podcast on the planet for that shit. If you want some analysis, go literally anywhere else on the internet because we are not the place for that. We wanted to come back with something simple, something smooth, something fun. Um, so we had the idea, we were shooting shit back and forth, and we came up with the idea of a listicle, and everybody loves a listicle. Listicles are great. I enjoy wrestling listicles more than I actually enjoy wrestling. Watchmojo.com, featuring... I do like Watchmojo. I also like What Culture. And Cultaholic. And what's the other one? Wrestlemania. Yeah. We like lists. But um, we're going to break down our 10 personal favorite wwe entrance themes of all time and that sounds really simple and i'm sure it's been done and when i thought when i brought it up or whenever sam brought it up i don't remember whose idea it was do you i think it wasn't it like someone else's idea and you're like this person meant i don't remember who it oh, was yeah i kind of relayed off of bill because bill was talking about the wolf pack and he's like that could be one favorite entrance themes and i'm like yeah that's not bad but it's actually proven to be a lot of fun we've been for like the past week writing up our lists of our top 10 of all time and it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be because there's actually even and we limited it to WWE because we didn't want to go past that. But even that, there's so many great themes in their history. Like this was much harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And like what was the biggest like problem is like you have to like I was trying to like separate the wrestler and the theme like what's just a banger theme, whether or not I like the wrestler or not. And I'll admit, I have some themes on my list that probably don't deserve to be on there, but you're just so attached to the wrestler that it means more to you that you have to put it on the list. And look, look, guys, this isn't like an objectively speaking, the best themes of all. This is our personal opinions. My wife likes what she likes. I like what I like, and our lists are going to reflect it. You're going to listen to this, and you're going to say, Psh, how could you not have had this at number one? Here's why. Because I didn't want to, and because she didn't want to. So, meh. I'm hope I'm hoping we don't have the same number one because it's gonna be really anticlimactic. I know. I feel like they're gonna be. I feel like they're gonna be some similarities, but it's gonna be just diverse enough. I think we're. I think we're gonna have some fun with this. I think uh, there's gonna be a couple where we each kind of go, "Oh shit! I can't believe I didn't think of that." So as it comes to these, um, we each created a top ten, going from ten to one, obviously, because you don't start with the best. Because what are you crazy? Um, there's going to be, we have some runner ups. I didn't give a number. I came up with five runner ups. Um, how many did you end up with? Um, you told me 15, so I came up with five. Okay. Um, we're going to go through our runner ups first. What we're going to do for the sake of the top 10 list is we'll give our runner ups and then we're going to alternate back and forth with our 10, nine, eight, and so on and so forth. It's the inverse of one through 10. We all learned it in the first grade. 
Uh, we're going to play the songs. It's going to be on a phone recording. I might superimpose the audio over it. I might not. So if it sounds like shit, that's what you get. And frankly, it's what you deserve. We'll probably talk about it briefly. So at least you'll know what it is in case it sounds like absolute shit. Um, before we get into that, my little nephew Logan's birthday is today. He's turning two years old. Um, Logan, if you ever listen to this on Spotify when you're old enough, Uncle Matt and Sam and Aunt Sammy love you. Yes, we love you, Logan, and happy birthday. But uh, enough of the sweetness, enough of the semantics. Are you ready to get into what's fucking important in life? Yeah. WWE entrance themes? Yes. Um, I will start with my runner-ups. I have five. Uh, five runner-ups. Um, I went, I, I did a lot of thinking, and I know, like I said, after all this, there's a good chance that I'm going to go on Spotify and run across a theme that I did not think about. Fuck it, whatever. My runner-ups are, in no particular order, Brett the Hitman Hart. Iconic theme. That fucking intro riff. And what we I ranted and raved about Bret Hart. I ranted and raved around. I ranted and raved about Bret Hart. <laughs> Fuck me. In the podcast episode that we made about him, he's one of my favorites of all time. That song is a banger. And that proved to me how difficult this is. The fact that he's not in my top ten. But he's not. Also a runner-up of mine. The Brood. Edge, Christian, and Gangrel. If you don't know the theme, it's a product of its time. It absolutely slaps. He's like, I showed you yesterday. You were feeling it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Runner-ups. Brock Lesnar. He almost cracked my top ten. Because when I was putting this together, it's, it's a lot of wrestlers that I really enjoyed and some that I don't, believe it or not. But... Brock's didn't even cross my mind, and then I was just, like, thinking back, and that song is iconic. He's had it since he debuted, and, like, when you hear it, yeah. you know shit's about to pop off. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I did take in consideration is how, like, it's obviously, like, personal preference, too, but it's, like, how tied to the wrestler it is as well. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, there's there's so many different um, 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 uh, word. Can you tell me what the fucking word variables jesus lord okay um my fourth runner up seth rollins oh burn it down uh another absolute bop banger it gets me hype every time when he first added burn it down i wasn't super into it it grew on me you i bet that's in your list you ready for the runner up that i think is going to make you mad yeah dave batista I have Dave Batista's in my runner-up, Sonny. <laughs> I really do. Yeah! How shocked are you going to be if that's not even on my list? I will be kind of shocked. But that is my runner-ups. What are your thoughts? Anything in there? Wait, that... those were five? Yeah. Brett, Brood, Brock. The That's the Burr squad. <laughs> and then Batista and uh, Seth. So that's my five. Gotcha. Um, yeah, let's get yours. So my five, I kind of ranked them. I didn't really mean to. So my first honorable mention is going to be Sasha Banks. Wow. Like the current one or the older one? The, I mean, it's kind of the same song. Like it's the head of dream. Head of yeah, but he, she has like a Snoop Dogg version now. Oh, both, I guess. That is a good, hold on. That is a fantastic song though. Both versions. Yep. And so, yeah, so that's number 15, so to speak. Um, number 14 is It's Time to Play the Game. Wow. All right. Do, do, 
So it's all about the game. Yeah. It's about the game. Up until today, that was my number ten. Yeah. And then it kind of got bumped down. So number thirteen is going to be CM Punk Cult of Personality. Damn. Damn. I don't have any punk on my list. And Cult of Personality and This Fire Burns were both right on the tip. Um, great entrance themes for a great wrestler. He's truly missed. Rest in peace. <laughs> yep. And then number so number 12 is kind of going to be a cheat. It's a tie between Break the Walls Down and Judas. Aww. But Judas doesn't count because it's AEW. Aww. But just any Jericho theme is tied for 12. Are you a Jericho-holic, honey? Both of those are bangers. Like, I almost considered putting Break the Walls Down on my list. Like, it's a banger. For those about to rock and want to go, breaks down the walls of Jericho. Yeah, the problem with that, though, was that, like, I wanted to put Judas on my list so bad, but I didn't want you to be like, we said no AEW. So I have to include them both. And number 11, I think you're going to be a little shocked by. Just, like, a little shocked. Give it to me. So my number 11 is Fall to Pieces, Mark Andrews. Wow. I expected that in your top three. Seriously did. Uh, Yeah, I thought about it, but I just, I like junior, like it's just a junior song. If I had to pick a Mark Andrews theme to go in my top 10, it would be A House Is Not Quite Home because I think that makes the better wrestling theme. That's the, my problem with Fall to Pieces. Great song, not a good wrestling theme. You know what? I'll completely agree with that because, like, it is a fantastic song. And Junior's a great band. Um, if you're into pop punk, Junior um, is Mark Andrews' band, the Welshman from NXT UK. But, yeah, it's not. it doesn't get me hyped for a fight. It's just a really good pop punk song. Yeah, A House Is Not Quite Home would have been was a much better theme that he used in progress. But, nevertheless, didn't use that in WWE. Fall to Pieces comes in at number 11. Fair enough. All right. Well, I've already been surprised. Did you have any surprises with mine? Not really. I'm shocked Batista's not in your top ten. Hey, you know what? I know. But uh, are you ready to dig in? So we're going to alternate. I'm going to go with my ten. She's going to go with her ten. And we're going to move our way up. Are you ready for my number ten? I'm ready. Rebel Heart, Johnny Gargano, NXT Babyface theme. And to be honest, I forgot about it. And then you said it yesterday, I think. And I was like, damn, because that is a great theme. I, I love it. Um, it. It reminds me of the golden era of NXT when Gargano was like a face and the feud with Ciampa was hot and hadn't gone like too far yet. And fuck, it's so good. I'm, I'm also a sucker for like punk style songs with female singers. I don't know why. That's yeah. a thing for me, but um, your thoughts on Gargano resting at ten? I think that's fair. Okay, yeah, it's, you know it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice start into this list. Um, are you ready to give me your number ten? Let me get this turned up, and here is my number ten.
All right, so Bray Wyatt, the old Bray Wyatt, number 10 for you, huh? Yeah, um, I was actually trying to find the, the the Fiend version, and I couldn't find it. I don't know if I just wasn't searching hard enough, but I I, I don't know. I like the Fiend version a little better. Uh, I mean, it fits his character more, but that old version is just so fucking good. That yeah. was my That was my ringtone for the better part of two years before we got together. Yeah, this one's just, like, iconic. Like, you can picture it in your head. You can just imagine, like, all the, like, not the fireflies, but, like, the little, like, light up, like, the phones and everything. All them motherfucking zellies out there with the lights up and their hands up. Put your hands up for Bray Wyatt. <laughs> put your hands up. Um, Put your motherfucking hands up for my number nine. Are you prepared? Yes. <sighs> so ready i apparently don't even know the song and i know this is playing for a really long time but i, I gotta sing it i gotta the wonder of the world is gone i know for sure <laughs> you got real into that <laughs> slow chemical kane his theme from the early 2000s uh Kane has had some iconic themes, and by iconic themes, I mean his first two, because everything that he's had since he like had the weird knockoff version has been kind of dog shit, and it's just not the same. The original theme is awesome for how terrifying it was, because when Kane debuted, he was just such a monster in that organ, and fuck, it's good, but I was a real sucker for the Kane that came back with like the half-face mask, because I was like 11, that was my primitive years in the in the sport um so number nine is is that version of kane slow chemical i love that song to this fucking day are you prepared to give me your number nine number nine i can see your phone don't let me see oh, your phone sorry. number nine hey all right so we're in the same boat here sing it again this is our podcast we'll sing the same song twice bitch this rebel fart huh remember when i used to say that all the time yeah. this rebel fart so the problem with this is we didn't cross reference each other so we're hearing it for the first time so there's gonna be repeats more than likely well that just means that we both have exquisite taste yeah we both just have very we both oh, just sorry. have very similar tastes. I imagine that our lists, they're not going to all be the same because I know I have a couple on mine that he definitely doesn't, but they're, they're going to be probably similar. So I apologize for repeats. But yeah, Rebel Heart comes in at number nine for me. It's a smidge up from his. It's so good. Uh, just in case you like hear, you couldn't hear Sam a second ago, I'm like looking at my phone, getting to my next song while she's talking and I have the mic right by my mouth <laughs> like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. This is this is just this is just a fun show. There might be issues. We haven't done this in a while. We're kind of just shooting the shit. And to be quite honest, we were never technically savvy in the first place. True. You know what? Uh, you know, I, I I just had a thought when um you played CM Punk's song, it didn't come to head right away. Um, Money in the Bank 2011 was in Chicago when he faced um John Cena, mm -hmm. and that was for the championship, and that was when he walked out. 
Um, have you ever seen the pipe bomb promo? Yes. Do you remember what my favorite line from that promo was? No. Punk looks right at the camera and he said, um, we're coming to Chicago peacefully and whether we're given permits or not, we're coming. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck it. I had to shoehorn that in there. I thought of the Chicago guy. Are you ready for my number eight? Yeah. Number eight is great. It, this one's going to surprise you. Samoa fucking Joe. You didn't expect that, did you? I forgot about him. I don't know if I would have included it even if I remembered him, but I did forget about him. That song is so simple, but so good. Because the intro is kind of like a play on his TNA theme, which was like the Godzilla theme. But just that fucking song with him, he he had such a swagger to him. He's such a badass. Mm -hmm. And like, it has no words, but it gets the whole crowd hype enchanting fucking Joe. You heard us. Joe, and, and I'm not talking about my good friend Joe Degg. Well, I'm to death. I'm talking about Samoa Joe, the Samoan destroyer. Um, so, yeah, when I was putting my list together, I was like, you know what? That's iconic. Iconic! All right, all right. Give me your number eight. Ready? Oh, <laughs> I thought this was the old version whenever it started. Wow. Yeah. So my list is basically just a repeat of his apparently up to this point. <laughs> Fantastic. Hold on. Hold on. Damn it. I always it expect it to start late. there. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to sing it again. The wonder of the <laughs> Give me what I could never ask for. And you people didn't ask for me saying my dog is looking at me like I'm the dumbest bitch on the planet. Oh, no. Mine went everywhere. What happened? What happened? Okay. Are you ready for my number seven? Yeah. So we got another repeat. Uh, this was number 10 for you, yeah? Like I said, this original Bray Wyatt... Um, when he came around, he was in NXT, obviously, before he got the call up, and I was so enamored with that character, and then when he got the call up, I loved it. He was, like, my favorite gimmick that they had done in a long time. Um, like I said, that song was my ringtone for, like, the better part of two years. That song hits. It was perfect for the gimmick, and, like, the theme, the Fiend version is good, and... I'm not one of the people who's like, WWE ruins everybody, but I don't know how they ruined the old Bray Wyatt. I know how they did it, because they had him lose to everybody and never win, but fuck, it was so good. Um, His name is Randall Orton. <sighs> All right, what's your number seven, baby? So my number seven, and my YouTube is freaking out a little bit, so I hope this plays correctly. Are you ready? The outro to our podcast. You 
you think that you're better? Better get ready. Give me the masses. Break it down! Very good. Very good. Number seven, tell us about it. Yeah, it's. I just really like it. It's very iconic. Um, I wanted to add a Triple H theme because he had some bangers on there. And out of all the Triple H themes, while not just Triple H, I felt like this was probably the best one. Fair enough. Um, great theme. I'll be honest, it's not. It's not on my list. <laughs> I love that theme. And like, if I was like twelve years old, I probably would pick it because I used to go around like that riff would be in my head, like on the playground as a young boy like wow i used to like i remember one time i uh i was like in elementary school and i'm pretty sure i told my mom to suck it and did the crotch chop because i think i got grounded oh no i think you've told me that story before i also remember one time i flipped her off and she asked me where i saw that before and i was like stone cold steve austin Oh, your poor mom. She's like, that means fuck you. And I was like, oh, no. And I don't think I did it again. As a child. Yeah. I'm a pure <laughs> Samaritan of an adult. Um, but, yeah, that was that. That was when I was around six. And now it's time for my number six. So it's just cray-cray how the numbers align. <laughs> Are you ready for my number six? I'm ready. So, you think you're untouchable? <laughs> Work life! This, this is basic thugonomics! This is basic thugonomics! Word life! I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me! I'm doing the word life thing with my hands right now. Or I'm trying to, because I'm holding a microphone and my phone, so it's really hard. Whether fighting or splitting, my discipline is unforgiving. Got you backing up in a defensive position. An ass kicking anthem. All right. I can rap probably the whole song. <laughs> so I know that as Cena's come along, he's had the burr, 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 since like 2005, yeah. which is a ridiculous amount of time. But if you were around for that original Cena run, you know what's good. The yeah. Doctor of Thugonomics, when this white fucking child was coming out onto television every week and rapping his heart out. And by rapping, I mean usually talking about, like, his opponent's dick or something or how, or how like, Kurt Angle was gay because it was yeah. 2003. But, yeah, that, that theme to this day is still one of, my, one of my favorites, and it has placed its heart. It's placed its way into my heart <laughs> at number six. So, my love, give me number six. I think you might be a little shocked by my number six. Wow. You can't help but to dance. <laughs> I'm gyrating. That's a uh, Royal Rumble winner slash SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair. Yeah, yeah, that theme is a banger. I mentioned it when we were making our list. Like, we kind of didn't want to give anything away. 
but I was like writing down superstars and she was like the third name I wrote down and he's like nah and I was like it's so good that's on my short list for most favorite recent themes I think the only reason and this is a problem I have with a lot of the current themes is it's a good 30 seconds and then it loops and loops and loops and I don't know about you but the only types of loops I like are of the fruit variety I mean, old themes loop as well, though. Yeah, but it takes longer. Like, literally, this is, like, 20 to 30 seconds, and then they go right into the same verse. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. It's not like a Sasha Banks theme where it's kind of, like, its own song, like, in, like yeah. in itself. It definitely loops, but it is a banger, and it comes in at number six on my list. When will the loops be ready, brother? <laughs> brother loops. Uh, number five. Uh, you ready to get it? Uh, re- are you ready for uh, real depression hours at number five? Oh no! This isn't a meme. This isn't a joke. This song fucking smacks. Uh... It's so good. It's the one of. The, it's so fucking good. Why did you just use Kevin Owens instead? It sounds almost exactly the same. It's so good. This is by Our Lady Peace. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's actually. Um, so if you don't know who that is or who that song belonged to, um, that was the entrance theme in the WWE of Chris Benoit. Who's Chris Benoit? You might ask. Uh, he's a former Royal Rumble winner, former WCW champion, former World Heavyweight champion in the WWE, multiple-time Intercontinental Tag Team champion, and um, also murderer of a child and a woman and of himself. So that's a list of accolades. Yikes. Not to get too dark. So Chris Benoit was my favorite wrestler when he did what he did. I'd say from like 2004 till the time that he died, he was my favorite. So I was 16 ish when that happened and i remember we went camping it was like me and my mom and dad and rachel my sister shout out if you listen she doesn't um and we came home from camping and i was like i need to get on the computer i wonder if i missed any important wrestling news (laughs) you know because i need to know the rumors and then i go on and it's uh matt's favorite wrestler committed a double murder suicide so suffice to say the camping trip was a little little dampened that day yeah yeah definitely i'm sorry honey it's all right we're talking about entrance themes we're having fun here today i'm sorry to bring this down a dark path give me your number five coming in at number five okay okay i'll punch you in the vagina if this is natalia's theme the hitman mr hitman number five huh yes also a little side note i'm pretty sure this is the only theme on my list that does not include words yeah 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 like hey you know what i said it's a runner-up that's an iconic theme um is it is it because you're biased towards Brett? A little bit. And also like that guitar riff at the beginning is just so iconic. 
it's funny. Um, they were they actually um, did you know that there's a, a secondary version of that song with lyrics? They released it on like one of like the compilation tapes after Brett left the WWF. I think you've told me that before. It was just uh, Vince singing it. He's like, Bret Hart is going to be screwed. I will kill his brother. That's not right. Shut up. <laughs> I will make him drop. Fuck off. His brother-in-law is a fucking English crack addict. I'm not even singing to the beat anymore. <laughs> yeah, so fun fact, that was originally my number one, and I moved it down to number five. Why? I just rethought I was Don't you have the nuts to stick with your number 1? Okay, so I was like rushing to finish this today cuz I I was not unprepared, but I kind of Rusev's is on here? Shut up. Russian? <laughs> He's Bulgarian. Lana, you have Lana's theme. No. But so yeah, so I was kind of like just like putting them. I had like 20 on my list originally and Bret Hart's was number 1. And that, that's the one who I told you might be number one or might be number four. And I bumped it all the way down to number five just because it is so iconic. But I do feel like I like it a little bit more because of my bias of Bret Hart. And it's not the best. Bret, Bret Hart's the best there is, the best there was, or the best there ever will be. Fucking right. But not his theme. And I'm sorry, Bret Hart. I love you. If you're listening to this, you're great. Please adopt me. You know, I listened to that podcast the other day. And I thought that the girl had some real stone. She had real conviction. She had a reason to knock me down from number one. And I understand that. The guy had me in there as a honorable mention. Honor. We have honor back in Canada. That boy has no honor. No honor at all. Are you ready for my number four? Yes. Okay. Want to sell? Is this Why are you looking at me like that? Oh, this isn't the DX theme. No. I thought it was. Who's timing this now? Here comes trouble! Triple H's theme from the early 2000s before he went to that Motorhead song. And I know the Motorhead song is the one that everybody loves and everyone remembers. But you know what? No. The Motorhead song is fine. It's iconic. It's classic. It's whatever. This song is so good. Um, You heard from our podcast we did about Triple H. I thought Triple H in 2000 was just the fucking best. He was on top of his game. He was on top of the world. He was on top of this industry. He was on top of the boss's daughter. I was just about to make that joke. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I had to. It was too good. But no, that theme, I love that theme. And I know like a lot of people, I feel like it's kind of forgotten since he had, he's had the game for so long. Like People were like, he went from DX to the game. No, for a period of time, it was, it was his time. Don't forget about the King of Kings. Yeah, I've never really cared for that one. <laughs> this motherfucker. Tell me why he needs two entrance themes. Because he's the game. So when he wrestles, he's the game. But when he's the businessman, he's the king of kings. Because Triple H just wants to be the most important in wrestling. If Vince McMahon ever just like up and dies, I would look into Triple H. It's funny because um, when I watch Triple H, my insurance theme is uh, the Ed, Ed, and Eddie theme because of the character Plank. Because I'm bored. (laughs) That was a good one. That was a stretch. I'm glad it got a chuckle out of you. Um, Hit me with that number four. Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that Triple H. 
Okay. Yep. 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 They don't want none. They don't want none. Mother boy, with the farmer straight. It ain't nobody mad enough to feel the pain. The phenomenal one, AJ Styles. You're number four, huh? Yeah, it was kind of the first theme that I heard. Like, I remember when we, like, I just started watching wrestling and we went to that SmackDown and his pyro scared the ever-living fuck out of me. Remember that? Dude, the pyro is no joke, man. When you see the pyro on TV, you're like, oh, that's fire. When you see it in person, that shit is loud. Yeah, I was like, oh, but I was like, this theme is a banger. And like, I've always loved it. Like, I'm always like singing it randomly and stuff like that. It's just a really, really good theme. Yeah, um, it's not in my list. It's not in my honorables. It is a fantastic theme. But for me personally, as a person, it's uh, it's great. It's probably I'll give it number 16. It's right on my it's right teetering. Um, God, that, that's a good point about that pyro, though. Like when we went to the Joe Lewis arena in 2016, there was loud in that arena, and that's before Matt Riddle got hired. Huh. Huh. Marijuana. I gotcha. Um, you ready for number three? Mm-hmm. My number three. You think you know me? I see clearly everything has come to life. I sound so much worse than Miles Kennedy, the singer from Alter Bridge. Edge, Metalingus, the song that debuted in the mid-2000s. Can you go wrong with that song? No, that's a great song. So, like, I've always loved that song. Um, I used to be into the band Alter Bridge. Not so much anymore. I've kind of outgrown them. But that song was my shit. And uh, I think there's, like, an emotional carrying of that, too. Because seeing him come back to that song last year the Rumble, yeah. was the hypest shit I saw all, like... Well, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of hype shit going on in 2020, but for the three months that were okay, that was the coolest thing we saw, and it felt so good to hear him come back. That song bops. I, I love it. Um, hit me with that number three. Number three. Okay. How many times will I hit my wife with the microphone? God almighty. Look at the the audio wave of when we were screaming. (laughs) I'm so sorry for everybody's poor ears because I'm not going to quiet that down. You will suffer. Walk for miles inside this pit of danger. We just sit here for three minutes and sing the song. It's a good song. You're number three, Dave Bautista, huh? That is so good. And I might also be biased because of Up, Up, Down, Down when Xavier Woods was just like, yeah. So really, it's your love of Woods' love for that song. I mean, I like it too. Like, it's a banger. Like, I'm not even a huge Dave Bautista fan. Like, we don't watch a lot of Ruthless Aggression era. And, like, I mostly know Bautista as Drax. But... God damn, that song slaps. Hearing you say you mostly know Batista as Drax just... 
I know that's what most people know him as, but God, it hurts. I'm I'm so sorry. You ready for my number two? Because this is one I believe you forgot about. And I think when you hear it, you're going to go, oh, fuck. Yeah, go ahead. Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. And to be very clear, this is way different than Roman Reigns' old theme. And I don't want to hear anybody tell me it's the same. It's not. Sorry, I'm vibing right now. I'm pretending I'm running down the uh, the stairwell to the arena and then I'm going to make a grand entrance. Um, what are your thoughts on that being my number two? Fun fact, didn't forget, just didn't include it. Really? It's good. It's it's even great. It, it, it almost made the cut. But again, as I like themes with words. I think we're finding out. I, yeah, I can understand that. And I, I even like thought I might be overrating it. And then it's just, I don't think I am. And again, this is all entirely subjective. So if you think I'm overrating it, then you're right too. We're all right. We all have our opinions. No opinion is fact, except for mine. And my opinion is that The Shield is number two. The Shield was the hottest thing to come around besides CM Punk in the 2010s. And they took the world by storm. And that song, every time you heard it, you knew shit was about to go down. That's what I like. I like some. I like. A, I like a song where when you hear it, you know. You know, shit's about to go down. Yeah. And uh, the shield. Uh, yeah, the Roman Reigns version is not the same song. They tried really hard, but it's like slowed down and it has a weird pitch to it. And like the beginning doesn't have them going. Cheryl, tell India, let emo look. I had a stroke. Huh, stroke. Heartburn. Indigestion. E. Coli. Uh, Lyme's disease. Death. The shield. <laughs> That that me. Uh, hit me with that number two. I'm opening a pit up. <laughs> We're not talking and you can't see us. This isn't a video pot. We're headbanging. Oh, it feels good. Have you seen the video of the New Day rocking out to his theme? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. so funny. Number two, Seth, huh? Okay, so I guess technically that doesn't have words, really, other than the... I don't like the down. shield because it doesn't have words. You picks a member of the shield. The song has no words. Is so good though. Like you just thought you saw we were headbanging to it. Like it is so good. It is, and that's why I said, man, this was hard. This was actually really hard. I had Seth in my, uh, my my runner ups. That's a classic theme, and some people some people don't like that song. And to those people, I say, I don't They're like you. They're wrong. That's right. You're wrong, and I don't like you. Get better taste. Um, speaking of good taste, it's time for our number ones. Are you ready to give me your number one? I know what your number one is, just by process of elimination. I thought you were going first. I am going first. I'm saying, are you ready for my I know what your number one is based on process of elimination, so fuck off. We're nothing if not predictable. You want to talk about when you know shit's about to go down? Do you want to talk about when you know you're about to see something electric? It's when the fucking glass shatters. Think of the biggest pops in the industry's history. 
they happen to this song. Hey, you know what there's none of in this song? Any fucking words, and it doesn't need it. I actually have a big problem with the fact that this is nowhere to be found on your shit. It's just... It's just what? Okay, so here's my thing. I think I've heard it too much. And I also knew it was going to be in your number one, so I didn't feel the need to even mention it in my honorable mentions because it was originally in my honorable mentions. I actually took it off and put Sasha on. But it's just because I knew you were going to play it and I knew you were going to mention <laughs> it. And, uh, like, it stands on its own. Like, I feel like it doesn't need to be on a top ten list. Like, it is just great. Well, let me ask you something. Is it biased that song's my number one? What is it the fact that I love all Stone Cold? What is it the fact that that's the world's toughest son of a bitch? What? I do think it's a little biased because my number one's not necessarily my favorite wrestler of all time. That's fine. That's I mean, that's fine. You know, and like I said, we're not correlating the two together. They just happen to go hand in hand yeah. in my case. I because... mean, my number one's probably like my top five favorite wrestlers. Like, like the person is great. Okay. What? Um, yeah, Austin's the goat. Um, if you have your own goat, that's great. My goat is Stone Cold Steve Austin. That song made people come unglued. It made buildings damn near collapse to the floor. It was the theme. It was the it was the anthem to the hottest period in WWF history. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Steve Austin is the top draw in the company's history. He will never be touched, and that song will never be touched. And that's the bottom line. Because Matt Muzzy said so. My lovely wife, the floor is yours. Last but not least, hit us with that top pick. You're looking at me because you already know what it is. You think you know me. <laughs> yup. Okay, put it first. So we're playing this on YouTube, and there's like a little video package on my phone, and the video package is actually really good. Is that like a custom Titantron or something? I think so. That's pretty badass. Edge's theme. I spoke about it. Metalingus. Why? What puts this at your number one? It's just iconic. Like, it's someone who, like, I know when he was with Christian, they had a different theme. And even when they separated, he had a different theme. But they were able to give that banger of a fucking theme and still incorporate his old theme with the You Think You Know Me. Yeah. And it's just, like you said at the Royal Rumble, like, it was just magical. And I do think that that's kind of like, not nostalgia, obviously, because I didn't really watch Edge in his prime. But I've always, like, when we went back and did our, like, Royal Rumble watch-throughs, like, I loved when Edge came out because I was just like, you think you know me. <laughs> it's just so good. You think you know me. Yeah, it's just it's just so good. And, it, and yeah, just the vision of Edge almost crying last year at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I, and fuck it. Edge is still great. That song is still great. That's just that beginning. You think you know me. <laughs> super hot fire boy yes so comparably speaking there's uh were there any big surprises in my top i kind of knew you were gonna put the shield in there because i think you mentioned it because 
you actually brought it up to me. You're like, don't forget about the shield. And I'm just like, okay. And I kind of wrote it down. So I kind of knew it was going to be in there. I didn't know it was going to be that high. There was no theme that I like absolutely. Maybe Samoa Joe's. Other than that, like, I don't think there was anything that I just like forgot about. Joe, 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 Joe. Um, also, honorable mention. Fuck it. The Godwins. Slop. That heel theme. It was the uh, it was the intro to our very first episode. It's on Spotify and uh, and uh, Anchor and anywhere else you can listen to your podcast. If you haven't listened to it, I suggest you go listen to it now. I'll give you a little backstory on the two of us while we ended up here in these chairs talking about our favorite entrance themes. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. So this was fun. Short little podcast. Keep it under an hour. Maybe gain some listeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't guarantee that we'll keep it short. Um, I do intend to be back next week. I intend to be back on a regular schedule. Um, that month off was nice, and um, it kind of gave me some perspective. I really enjoy doing this. I enjoy sitting with you, and we have a good time, and we laugh, and we shoot the shit, and I think that's a beautiful thing. And even this has made me feel quite a bit better than I was before we started it. So thank you for sitting with me. I love you. I love you. Uh, thank you uh, sincerely to everybody who does listen to this. I know I make a lot of like self-deprecating jokes about lack of listeners, but it is what it is. We do this for fun. And if you take the time out of your day to listen to us and just ramble on about this shit, we're no experts. We have no like following or anything. So it's super fucking cool. You are very much appreciated. Uh, thank you. Muchas gracias. I, I don't know what the topic will be next week. Loki, you want to say hi? He just licked the microphone. He's giving you all kisses. Yep. Um, I don't know what the topic for next week is going to be. We haven't discussed it. The fact that we got one out this week is pretty much a modern miracle. But just know that we will be back. And if you got something to say, say it into the mic. He just keeps sniffing it. He's so cute. Um, but yeah, you can find us on Twitter. We have a podcast. I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. Um, we have a podcast Twitter that primarily I use. I use the word I and me a lot, but it, it represents both of us because I, I think for my wife. No. We're uh, at Muzzy WrestlePod on Twitter. I know. I'm just kidding. Um, you can find me on Twitter by myself at S'more. Lax, S-M-O-R-E, like the delicious campfire treat. Lax, like you're relaxing. 187 on an undercover cop. That's not part of it. It's just more Lax 187. I added the rest on. Um, there I tweet about wrestling and then just like all the shit going on in my life. And I bitch and complain, you know, because I'm a white male and that's what I get to do. Uh, can they find you on the interwebs? I am on Twitter. I am at Sammy Please, S-A-M-I-P-L-S. I tweet about how much I want a baby and sometimes wrestling and makeup. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and also for all of you out there who are on the Facebook, who are on the Zuckerberg profile platform, uh, we are on Facebook at A Very Muzzy Wrestling Podcast. Find us share us listen to us tell people about us or don't that's fine too but uh at the end of the day you know you want us and you're going to be right there waiting for when we come back thank you for stopping back in for episode 12 it's been fun we'll see you next time Break it down.